Let's head to Boston, find out what the latest is in US news. And uh, Celeste Katz-Marston is uh, on the line. Hi, Celeste. How are you? Hi. Good morning. Doing well. That's the way. All right. Now, today is the day they believe former President Donald Trump will appear in person for his arraignment in federal court in Washington. That's on charges that he conspired to subvert the results of the 2020 presidential election. Three people familiar with the situation are saying that, yeah, expect him to actually show up today. Is that right? Yeah, apparently he is on his way to Washington as we speak. We're expecting him to uh, be in court at around 4 p.m. Eastern time today. Okay, so uh, tell me a bit about what would the be? I mean, there are so many charges, aren't there? He's, he, I mean, the 77-year-old former president uh, denies any wrongdoing, but we've got January 6th and the U.S. Capitol attack. We've got illegal retention of classified documents, Georgia election tampering, criminal probe, uh, New York hush money, criminal case, uh, civil case against E. Jean Carroll that he's sort of appealing, New York Attorney General civil lawsuit. And uh, again, he, he denies all, any wrongdoing. But um, does this stop him from running for president? It does not. It does not stop him from running, from winning, or from serving should he win. This is totally separate. Now, of course, we could have uh, a prolonged discussion, and a lot of people are, about whether it should be disqualifying in the minds of voters. But from a legal standpoint, from everything I understand, uh, even if he is convicted on the charges in this latest indictment uh, or any of these indictments, uh, he will not be uh, not be prohibited from from running or from serving. That's incredible, isn't it? Because basically he's charged with trying to overthrow the U.S. democracy, isn't he? Yeah, that's that's about the size of it. He has been um, charged with, as you mentioned, a, a litany of, of offenses in, in multiple states. But this latest uh, latest series of charges really gets to the heart of the fact that um, they argue he knew that he had lost the election. He absolutely knew it. He had been told this by people at every level of government and advisorship, and he continued to spread falsehoods and to, importantly, to exert pressure on public officials in many states to uh, basically help him out, help him out by uh, finding votes, help him out by um, creating false slates of electors to support him and send their vote counts to the, uh, you know, in the Electoral College to send them to uh, Congress for certification, when, of course, there is already a uh, process in place for that. And those votes were going to certify Joe Biden as the legitimate, legally elected president of the United States. So this is not as much about this gets past what a lot of us have been talking about for a while about, well, did he really think maybe he won the election and that the system was was corrupted with massive fraud, dead people voting, machines flipping ballots from Trump to Biden, all these things he was told by Everybody by the Justice Department, White House counsel, uh, his own personal legal advisors, that just these just things were not the case or that there was not evidence that the election had been, quote unquote, stolen from him. And he proceeded anyway to try to uh, undermine uh, the right of people to vote and have their votes counted properly. Has it hurt him in the upcoming elections? Has it hurt any of the uh the people that love him and, and, and want to vote for him? Has it stopped them or made them think twice, do you think? Nope. 
No. Nope. <laughs> I do not know. I wow. think that um, he continues to have a very substantial lead against his closest competitor in the Republican primary race, um, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, uh, way out ahead of DeSantis. And when it comes to, again, this is super, super early, super early. So we can't put too much stock in these figures. But the most recent numbers I saw were that in a head to head matchup, one of these, you know, if the election were held today, would you support uh, Joe Biden or Donald Trump for president, it came out to 43 to 43, oh dead even. That's incredible. And what do you think if he gets back in as president? What do you think his term would be like? Well, a lot of what we're seeing now and a lot of discussions that have, have been reported on, again, we can't know for sure. I always try to be super careful about yes. predicting the future. I wish I could. I yes. wish I could. I would have the winning Mega Millions ticket in my hand right now if I could. Exactly. Um, but um, what we are actually seeing is he would probably try to use the executive power to make a lot of changes to, first of all, get himself out of legal trouble, mm -hmm. to end investigations that are ongoing into his conduct, and then to expand the power of the presidency or specifically to expand his own power to give him even more discretion, more leeway to do exactly what he wanted with the authority of the Oval Office behind him. Uh, scary, isn't it? It's quite concerning. It must be concerning to you as an American to see this happening. Well, I don't think the founders envisioned, and I don't think that most of us Americans envisioned, uh, you know, hundreds and thousands of people uh, sacking our United States Capitol. That's a, a sacred institution, the, the literal symbol of our, you know, peaceful democratic government and having people punching out police officers and smashing in windows or doing even more terrible things too graphic to talk about on the the radio probably at this yeah. moment um yeah that that's not what we'd like to think of ourselves but that is what happened criminal charges against a lot of the people who were destroying the capital on that day but that was a very visible thing what we're hearing about in this indictment now and what is equally if not more frightening is all this sort of back channel operation uh, work that was going on, all this stuff going on behind the scenes to essentially create this sort of ghost structure, ghost electoral system to try to keep Donald Trump in office when he lost. And I really want to emphasize, emphasize that he lost the election. The people had their chance to vote. They voted. He lost. And there was going to be this whole other architecture almost, I think is the word for it, to try to keep him in office when he lost. That to me is very, very frightening. And I think you know, I'm not the grand jury, I'm not the judge, I'm not the prosecutor, but the evidence is certainly very, very detailed as far as all the steps he and his as yet unnamed co-conspirators took uh, to try to set up this, this mirror system or alternative reality system to make the election go a different way. Yeah, expected in federal court in Washington in about three hours' time, so sometime around 6 a.m. Australian time. Um, what to know about the ban on incandescent light bulbs? There's been huge changes, haven't there, in the United States, although they have taken quite a fair bit of time to come through. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that this is something that probably the United States is kind of behind on. Uh, I'm sure that uh, Australia might be more forward thinking on, on this sort of thing than than we are. But um, you know, quite a while back, this came up in like 2007 about this issue of what kind of light bulbs should be legal to sell and use in your home, your business and buildings, whatever. 
But then it sort of fell by the wayside. And actually, that was one of the many things that Donald Trump, when he was in office, tried to put the brakes on, um, you know, to to delay this uh, this sort of thing. But the whole idea is that LED light bulbs um, are much, much more energy efficient and last much, much longer than incandescent light bulbs, which have a little filament in there that produce a little light, a lot of heat and use a lot of energy and burn out. So now is it is finally official that now in the United States, uh, there could be no more sales of um, of these light bulbs, uh, incandescent light bulbs and light bulbs that are on similar sort of energy production models like halogen light bulbs. Yeah, yeah. So I think what we're now really going to see if people have not already done this, because a lot of people have, because LED light bulbs are less expensive and last longer, in addition to producing uh, good light, uh, is just a phase out of these old fashioned light bulbs. And and I will say I understand fully, fully the, um, you know, all the uh, energy efficiency reasons behind this, but uh, I do have sort of a, a fondness for the uh, the look and the feel and the the color spectrum of incandescent light bulbs. So I think it, it may actually take a little bit of an adjustment. Yeah, well, it, uh, it's said that Americans will save nearly $3 billion annually on utility bills by making the change. So that's incredible, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Uh, and also, please tell us about this Mega Millions jackpot. This would be wonderful to win. What you could buy with $1.25 billion, not million, billion dollars. It's the fourth largest in history when it comes to the jackpot, right? Exactly. So when somebody doesn't win for a while, and I think nobody's won since about April uh, in the mega millions, so you get these cumulative rolling jackpots and the prizes get bigger and bigger and bigger, and then everyone gets sort of lottery mania on the brain. But right now, if you won, it's something like $1.25 billion. It's probably more with people still buying tickets right up until the drawing, which is on Friday night here in the United States. Um, but if you took the cash payout, it would be a little over $625 million, which is still a pretty good chunk of change. Like, I would be okay with it. And well, what I would, would you buy immediately with it? What, what, if you won, what would you buy? Money. Yeah, you'd invest oh, it, I, live off the interest. Yeah, I would invest it in a very large free range dachshund preserve. Oh, I love I, it. I would have sort of a, a, a born free thing with lots of my dachshund, of course, in the, the leadership role, but you know, as many of his dachshund friends as he could possibly muster oh. to just live their actual best life in uh, peace, comfort, and uh, and community. But yeah, I just love dachshunds. I mean, I'm sure I'd buy other stuff and, and you know, buy things for my family and my friends and, and you know, make some investments and give money to a bunch of different charities that I, that I really like and care about, um, nonprofits. But yeah, I think I would finally be able to realize my dream of a, of a dachshund kingdom. You are talking my language this morning. Celeste Katzmaster. <laughs> And thank you so much for your time from Boston, okay? Always a pleasure. Uh, Celeste Katz. Oh, yes. A puppy farm. That would be nice. Rescue all those dogs with the billions that you're in. That would be nice.